We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Fortunately, most of the issues that I deal with now I've dealt with before. And anytime you build a stadium project, you have to make sure you explore all of your options. So it wasn't necessarily that big of a pivot. Even before I accepted the job here, I was always looking for what are the, the places that would fit? Uh, what, what would what would our, our fans embrace? So it wasn't uh, too much of a pivot. It just made sure we have to keep our options open. That's Kevin Warren obviously talking about what he was hired to do for the Bears, and that's figure out the Bears' new stadium. We've talked a lot about the White Sox stadium discussion where I feel like we've heard more concrete pieces of that recently. Then we have the Bears. Let's just illustrate that. I think part of the reason is because of the importance of the order here. Warren got hired after they already said Arlington Heights is their sole focus. That's important. Which was a mistake. Right. And so Warren is having to deal with this because, as we know, you want municipalities to fight for your public good. Therefore, you get a better tax deal. That's why Jerry Reinsdorf is working on tax deals. And you see the flirtation that's going on with Kevin Warren, the friendship that's budded between he and Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson. He's always kind of putting, hey, you know, city's great and we love downtown. Where they're already a current tenant and that relationship needed to be repaired anyway. Well, and it needed to be changed. Like That's the thing that keeps me from feeling like the Bears, the, the Bears are going to do something. Because I, I just don't think that the money is going to be there to build what they would want to build in Chicago, what they would need to build. And the whole there were there were two real points to this from the Bears' perspective. They get to own the property, and it allows for them to get other stuff into a building that Soldier Field cannot accommodate. It was also about a sports book. Period. Paragraph. There's a reason you see what you see at Wrigley. It was also very much about a sports book. It's important for the Bears to have a good relationship with the city and vice versa, especially while they're there right now. But the issue, as we know, has always been about the Arlington Heights site and why you're hearing all of these other cities talk about how they want the Bears is because of the Cook County assessment of taxes. And... It has been varied as to whether or not the number will get bigger or smaller. And the entities that are protesting on behalf of Arlington Heights and Cook County are the school districts. So this report came from NBC5 yesterday. It aired in the 5 o'clock show. In case you missed it, Alex Marigo is talking about the latest work our investigative team has done regarding the stadium. Nearly a year after buying more than 300 acres that housed the former Arlington Racecourse, 
The Chicago Bears are still fighting Cook County over their property taxes. Owning real estate, property tax is your largest expense. Samantha Steele is one of three Cook County Board of Review Commissioners. She heard the team's arguments today during a hearing over that dispute. At issue is the value of the property. The Bears bought it in February of 2023 for $197 million. The Cook County Assessor's Office increased its value to that sales price, which would spike the team's tax bill roughly fivefold. But the Bears now say the property is worth $60 million. The surrounding school districts that rely on those taxes for their funding say it's worth closer to the purchase price, $160 million. That leaves the two sides about $100 million apart. They want to ensure that they're not paying more than their fair share. Um, and then the interveners, which is the school district, want to make sure that they're, you know, they're paying their fair share. The team has long said it needs property tax certainty to put shovels in the ground in Arlington Heights, hoping to build a multi-billion dollar stadium district with restaurants, stores, residential real estate, and more. Negotiations between the team and the school districts are ongoing, but the clock is ticking. If they don't come to an agreement, the board will make a decision uh, probably close to the end of February. I'm Alex Maragos for NBC5 Investigates. There it is. We might have an answer to all of this at the end of the following month. Does that mean comes tomorrow? Congratulations, you survived January. Then we can start looking at the IAA corridor by the top golf. I'm very intrigued by this. You've talked about it so much that I'm actually interested to see what's out there. I think that we should go, but Dan won't. I like golf. I'm bad at it. We'll just go without him. What to the Top Golf? Yeah, I would go. They have apps. We asked you to go, and you were like, "I don't want to go." It depends when. Anyway, the four of us will go. And we'll go, and then we can go check out the corridor. I have loved, like, just silliness loving me has loved all of the places people want to tear down to build the Bear Stadium. (laughs) Like, it says a lot more about the things you don't want. Dan wants to go so that he could go look for a gun in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that's where you find him, apparently. Yes. You just go walking around. It's hey, like, look at that. This is good. I got one now. I, just, I think you can do that in the garage here, too. Apparently. You just go I'm just open super, up cars and see what's in there. Right? I'm just super. I think they call that a crime, technically. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm super. Crime. But I'm super entertained by all the things people want to tear down. <laughs> like, that's been, that's been one of my favorite, like, listener response mechanisms is hearing about all the places that they don't want <laughs> it's a nice it's like a nice geography lesson really for somebody who's new to the city and and you're hearing from all different municipalities even the state of indiana is trying to lobby to to get the bears to come to the region and all of that stuff i'm hoping that we do get some clarity on it i still i stand by my theory that has no reporting behind it that kevin warren got that that re- that whole thing when he walked in, he's like, oh, Greta, you're not going to believe this, but uh, they've already bought a parcel of land to build this thing on. And they've already said that that's where they're going to build. This is ridiculous. And now they're going to gouge us for property taxes. Right. And Why didn't they wait to get the bidding war before they bought the land? You mean to tell me that somebody didn't know about... Due diligence and leverage. Yeah, the timing of proper leverage. But I, I do think that this is. I stand by what I've been saying the entire time. That all this other stuff is mostly noise. It's the the signal has been 
that they are going to control their destiny on the land that they own. And all of this is just trying to get it at the most favorable possible terms. But that's it. And and just like we discussed earlier, when it comes to either tax evaluation for a property you may own or someone else, every little bit helps, right? Or if you're trying to build a futuristic stadium on a well, lot of land, you have to do everything you possibly can to get to the lowest number. And that's that's the process here. But what we now know is there's a timeline and that's going to make all of this make more sense. You're right. What mm-hmm. you said, like as we were coming into the studio where it's a small news item, but one that carries a lot of weight because it it leads us to what the bigger story is that, oh, OK, at the end of February, we'll have an idea of what happens next. I tend to agree with Dan that it's probably going to be Arlington Heights. I still think, though, that even like that, what happens at the end of the month will allow for other other municipalities to go, but no, 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 no. You really want to be here right by the top golf of the I-88 corridor or you, you want to move to northwest Indiana or where you could go to Bedford Park because of the infrastructure of the water supply. Hey, man. Is Planet Park still an option? No. Planet Park was, was hilariously bad. See, I learned a lot about the the geography of our, our Chicagoland area and history thanks to all of these failed Bears proposals. There are many people in the Chicago Southland that believe that the stadium should be built there. What about the airport in Piatone? That, that's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. Like the folks that are down there think it should go there. Some texter wants to tear down Gurney Mills. See, this is my favorite part where people just say what they want to tear you down. You know what this is? This, this is a corollary of when there's like a lineup change at the station and the next week is just people saying who they want fired or who they want. It, it's it's always like, well, what about I don't like this and do this because that would make me happier. This is just the latest version of that. Like, well, if we're talking about this, I'll tell you what, there's a building near me that's fallen down and filled with rats and they should condemn that thing. Why don't they build it? Yes, but people own those buildings. Why don't they put it right where that, that nothing ever works? That corner on Lincoln, like right when you get off of North Avenue, that corner where no restaurant ever, ever works. Bears <laughs> Stadium wait, 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 there. Wait, which, haunted, which haunted location are we talking about? So, like, if you're going off of Lakeshore Drive, Okay. And you get off on North and LaSalle, and yeah. then you turn on to Lincoln, and before, before oh, by you, Wisconsin, yeah, like, oh yeah, 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 where there's been a million, there, no, nothing it, survives. It there. should work, no, no. but nothing I'll, ever works. The, Just put the Bears Stadium there. Oh, Beth and I talk about this all the time. The other one is when you get off at Diversity and like the the Diversity California exit, and you go toward you go east on Diversity. <laughs> And there's that brewery that's on the south side. Yes. And then there's a haunted location on the left side. It has been like a a, a, a New Haven pizza place. It's been some yes. sort of weird, like, vegan Ecuadorian place. I don't know what it is now. But anything that goes in there goes to die. I like See, the text that it somebody says. Somebody says their ex's house. You knew an ex was going to get their house torn down for the Bears Stadium. I like the person that says tear down Lake Michigan. <laughs> no. Ray. Was that iRobot? What, what, I what do you that, mean? What was, that was the Will Smith movie, wasn't it? Not iRobot. Not iRobot. I, no, what was the one where he was fighting robots? Yeah, it was iRobot. 
In iRobot, there's no more Lake Michigan. Right, yeah, dried up. The hell? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that's the scene where he emerges by the bridge that is foreseen. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And, and when, when he's on the motorcycle, it's just uh, containers. Okay, so dry so, Lake Michigan is so the site of the new So there we go. Put the bears, bears there. My, my buddy J.J. Stankovitz will, will appreciate this. Football boat. Let's just get a boat. And let's put the Bear Stadium on a boat. Permission to be ridiculous here? Sure. What's going on with reality shows and islands? Why is everything on an island now? Because you Maritime can't get off. But like deal or no deal island. And right, then there's it's like Agatha Christie, isn't Survivor it? is obviously an island. But then there was Fight Island for a while. Aren't Bachelor it's, shows on you know, islands fight, now? Fight I don't watch The Bachelor. So you I know don't why. Know. Fight Island like, was because there were no rule. Like you were going to another country during COVID. This is the most conspicuous no, consumption you, crap I've ever no, heard. You You're going to destroy an island for a reality it's, show? It's the sense of isolation. It's the idea of, of the relationship. No one can go hear on you a scream. boat. A same, Football boat. Same kind of thing. Football but, boat. So that's it. It's like the basketball game they had in the aircraft that's what, carrier. Now you're talking. This is what I've been trying to explain to JJ and the folks over at NBC Sports Chicago for years. <laughs> the, there should be a football boat. That if we're going to play basketball in an aircraft carrier, why can't we play a football game on one? There. The aircraft carrier is probably big enough, honestly. All right, so there it is. Studs and I agree. I don't know the how many spectators should... you get on it, but you could get a football field on the uh, aircraft carrier. Well, Dan's always like, oh, you should only watch football on TV anyway. Spectators are overrated. This game is going to do numbers, man. Every week, the Bears are going to do numbers on their football boat. I just want to know why Deal or No Deal is on an island. Because of Agatha Christie, because of, and then there were none, evil under the sun, the idea of this isolated place that sort of has its own rules. Isn't where, Joe Manganiello now the host of it? Isn't that just Outback Steakhouse? <laughs> isn't, isn't that what he's doing now? There's no rules. It's just right. No. It's the concept right of isolation. And it, it's the idea of, well, you're, or, or like even the movie The Menu is all, they, they go to the mysterious island it's a plot device. It makes it so it's exotic and isolated and you can't get away. And there's the implication of danger. Yes. It's an always sunny thing. It's the implication. There's no real danger, but the implication. Everything goes back to always sunny. I mean, let's just call that what it is. Uh, I would also like to take this time to point out to those who question why you want to include more fans into your NFL game is because business success in the United States is predicated on growth. And so if you can grow your business with a new audience, say fans of Taylor Swift who are now interested in football because they are interested in Taylor Swift, that the NFL is going to want to do more for those fans because the ones who watch it every Sunday, even though they complain about They're it, They're not they going anywhere. Say they want to watch or listen to something else and yet they never do they're there every day they don't care as much about them because they've decided to chain themselves to that product without doing anything so i'm just gonna throw that out there while we're while we're discussing all of this yeah th- but on an island but but that's and that's why the nfl is like oh we're gonna play games in spain in portugal if they played a game in Portugal, I would go. Portugal looks like Southern Are, California. What about I, in space? In space. That is only for Fast and the Furious 11D. Aren't the Bears going to Madrid? Isn't that, aren't they on the list? 
They're going to London again. I think they're going back to London. Oh. I want to go this time. I couldn't go last time. Because the Cubs might make the playoffs, and then they didn't. Madrid would be awesome. I haven't been there in forever. It's so great. So are we keeping these locations, London and Madrid, or are we also tearing them down for the Bears Stadium? We can tear them down, too. But Portugal, you like? You like the idea? Why did you say it looks like Southern California? Yeah. I know a lot of people who that's their retirement plan. or Portugal? If the election goes wrong, plan. One of Jason's friends did his first semester of college in Lisbon. And he came back with a big scar on his forehead. From fights? Yeah. It's like, what happened? He's like, got in a bar fight in Lisbon. Ate too much. I, like I initially when I, 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 fell on no, his floor. No, and I heard it. I thought he said he got in a bar fight with a lesbian. And like, what? And he goes, no, in Lisbon. I'm like, oh. It could have also <laughs> been with a lesbian. It could have been. And I also, among his friends, I would have said he would, I would have voted him most likely to be scarred in a bar fight in Lisbon. So the moral of the story is, at the end of next month, we might have an answer about the Bears Stadium. But until then, please mythically destroy any entity you would like to build your own personal stadium or find an island. Why don't we just build it in this big empty pit across the street? Right? See? Yeah, the not- right so here. many places. Yeah, we call it Not Dead Guy Stadium. But, yes. But then- not Dead Guy Stadium. <laughs> not Dead Guy Memorial Stadium. stadium. <laughs> Even though it's not a memorial because he's not dead. <laughs> but then what would happen with Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago Accounting, and all those that, were, that use this as their primary outdoor staging area? You, you know where I saw them at the, the other day? They were over in the South Lots. <gasps> Tailgating? No. Creating it into an island? The, well, may, well, there is an island over there. That's the new one, Chicago Forensic Accounting. Oh, that's, there is it. There me. is. Yeah. So when, I, when I'm at a Northern bar, I don't want right to tell there. people what I want to do. And they're like, what do you do? And I used to always say, when I worked for Comcast Sportsnet, I worked for Comcast. And they're like, oh, yeah, what do you do? And you just want to have a conversation and not want it to be about the Bears? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, I work I'm in I'm a accounting. college professor. I would always happens. say I worked in billing at Comcast. Oh, that's crazy. It's kind of true. I just go, college professor. You could do what Terry used to do. He would just introduce himself as Tom Scher. <laughs> how, about, how about they just... Or, <laughs> Or, 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 Savage. or somebody would say, are you Terry Bores? And he'd say, no, I'm Edward Dickman. And that was it. And, and if, but if you introduced yourself to him and referred to him as Edward Dickman, then he would he would hang out with you and, and talk sports with you. I've got it. Terry in front of the Cook County Tass- Tax Assessors Board pitching not dead guy Memorial Stadium, you, but on an island. <laughs> okay. I say that we take the Bear Stadium and put it in Bourbon A. They owe those people. So there, the water. Does the water tower still say "Summer Home of the Bears"? If it does, it's really sad. Former summer home of the Bears. <laughs> they just put that. <laughs> Maybe they have it written like that. The guy who has that that heavy equipment thing on the other side of fifty seven with a giant Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, holding that the holds sign. up the MAGA yeah. talking points. Yeah, I like the ones that have the truck on the on the pole. 
You know, like the semi engine that's like on the yes, yes. Those are really cool to me. Yeah, but this Texnavo, he's he's big. Yeah, down but this, there. I don't know what it was. It was always Abraham Lincoln holding up a sign that says like "Destroy all Mexicans" or something that's like that. With hey, the signs, hey, and, and I'm telling hey. you, those signs are. I was, I was like, Pretty oh, sure Lincoln was I, against that. I, of course stuff. he was. Well, that's the irony. But I would always, well, I, I always knew I was back in Bourbonnet when I was. Are you sure? I about was that? welcomed by a giant MAGA he at least Abe put Lincoln. Put money where his mouth was. Kind of. Yeah, everybody's questionable. Everybody's questionable, sure. Kind of. Kendall Gill is going to join us next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Bernstein at Homes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Fourth quarter is money time and it's tomorrow time. Well, you get in that situation and it's happened so many times since tomorrow's been here. Tomorrow's going to bail us out, but you can't bail. You can't you can't bank on that all the time. The other guys have to step up too. Now he hit that shot, but other guys have got to make some cut. Vooch has got to pick up his game here. Pick up his game everywhere. Got to play better. That was a bad loss by the Bulls last night. They were sloppy. They were lazy. They were dumb, and they got beat at home by a team that they should have absolutely waxed. So we'll talk about that and more with somebody who talks about the Bulls for a living, Kendall Gill. He is on Twitter at KendallG13, the 15-year NBA veteran and NBC Sports Chicago Bulls analyst is with us on the Score Hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois and Twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. KG, what's up? Nothing much. How you guys doing? We'd be better if the Bulls had a field goal sometime after the 7-11 mark of the game last night in the fourth quarter, Kendall. The offense, you said it last night, that's a position where they miss Zach Levine. Exactly. I mean, that's that's why you do not trade guys like Zach Levine, okay? Uh, you know, I know people have been saying, well, you know, let's move on. Uh, let's, let's, you know, break this thing up and try this stuff because the group that, that we currently have, they have not performed well. Well, guess what? We, we really haven't seen them together, uh, I believe, uh, enough to, to make that decision. 
I mean, I know we went. Oh to my the God, they're a hundred years old. Of course, we've seen them enough. No, we have not. No, we they're have not. Not going to win anything. What? What is this? What? Where's this group going to max out? Well, you know what? You got to keep these guys together for a couple of years at least, going to the playoffs to see what they're going to do. Okay, we were in the play-in last year. Yeah. Okay, but uh, and you know a big reason for us not succeeding well is because of the Lonzo Ball injury. Okay, because when Lonzo Ball was here, uh, we were first in the Eastern Conference up until uh, through the All-Star break. But now Kobe White has assumed the reins, a reins to the point guard position. Now I believe that we have to go through at least one playoff series with this team and with Kobe White at the helm of the point guard position to really see what we can do. You know they're All not winning it. This, is, this build's never winning a title. Oh, no, 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 no. Look, look, man. I, I know basketball. Okay? I know. So you know this build is not winning a title. No, no I've been I, – I've been – I've been in the in the NBA. I played 15 seasons. Okay, I played for the Charlotte Hornets when they had myself, Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning, Dale Curry. You break when you broke that core up, then that was basically the end of the Charlotte Hornets in the, in the 90s for that for the runs that that we had. Well, what was the farthest that team got? We went to the second round in the playoffs. Okay, my year. okay. So that's why you got to keep this team together now. I believe you keep them together for one more playoff run just to see what can happen. Also, too, I don't believe you can get equal value for Zach Levine at the trade deadline right now, okay, because everybody knows you're a seller. So they're not going to pony up anything for Zach Levine right now. All right? So that's why I keep this team together, uh, at least for one more playoff run. Now, after that, then maybe I might be open for business, but not right now. But you run the risk, though, if you do decide that this is the route that you want to go, you you run the risk of further injury with Zach, who can't seem to stay healthy. You also are probably not going to extend DeMar, right? If you're saying, let's just go for it one more time, and you don't want to spend money on DeMar going forward, there's a risk that's implied with this. I'm not sure if the... KG, I'm not sure if 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 the juice is worth the squeeze in in seeing this play out. What are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna uh, trade Demar. You're gonna trade yes. Zach. Yes. When we start, and we're gonna start and, and Caruso. Well, I don't know and if they. Play, I I think play. that you're right that they probably can't trade Zach for enough value to make it worth it. But mm -hmm. Caruso and Demar, I'm not sure that you get a ton back for. I I think that Caruso does get you something. And holding on to him, even though he's great, like I, I love him as a player. I'd love for him to be on the Bulls for a long time. I'm not sure that it's it's worth it if you don't have a team that's already kind of close to being championship level. Okay, I understand that, but you have to, and I'm and I'm going to go back to the way AK ran ran the show in Denver. He did not trade his core players. Okay, he hung on to them until guess what? They turned out to be what they are now, champions. Now I don't know whether the Bulls can do that, but that's the characteristic of the front office. They do not trade their core players. Um, now, well, if 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 Detroit wants to give me Bogdanovich, Jade Nivey, and a first, now I got to think about that. That's equal value, okay? Because I've heard about that trade. I'll think about that trade, okay? But any other thing, if you if you try to give me what um, D'Angelo Russell, um, Hachimura from the L.A. Lakers, I'm not doing that. That's not equal value. 
Well, if there's a first okay. round pick, I'm not, I mean, the, trade, but I'm not going to trade. They don't have any draft capital, though. I mean, they're 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 capped. They don't have picks, and they're not a playoff team. Well, they're sitting in ninth spot right now. I mean, I think they could be a playoff team when Pat P. Will gets back, when Zach gets back. Uh, you look at the game against the Phoenix Suns. What were they missing? They were missing scoring at the end. They went through a drought. You look at the game last night. They went through a drought scoring. Guess what Zach Levine provides? He provides scoring. You look at the game against Portland the other day when they were on the road on those last uh, road road trip. They lacked scoring, a scoring drought at, in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter. We and and, and like you just heard Stacy say on the clip before before I came on, you can't depend on Demar to bail us out every time. That's why you got to have a a second scorer like Zach Levine. Who else? Who else would you guys trade Zach for right now? Oh, that, I mean, who's available? Yeah, make me an offer. That that can. I'm that not. Can if, be, if, that, if it were just, I would do it for just draft picks. Nah, man, that's starting. That's starting over, man. Yes. we don't. We don't, we don't want to do that. This isn't going anywhere. This thing's done. You don't. You don't, you don't know that. I do. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay. I mean, I'm. I'll. I'll take the under on on this. On All right, now this build take, is going. Now I'll take the over, and and we'll agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> what are we said right. the number at. But as far as how how far they get in a playoff series, I I don't think this build is going to win an actual NBA playoff series. And Kendall, you say yes. Yeah, I believe in them. I believe they can win them when they're whole. Okay, with the with the emergence of the way that uh, P. Will was coming along before the heel injury, with the emergence of the way that Kobe White has assumed the leadership uh, of this team, I believe yes, they can compete to win a playoff series. Okay. Like I said, we still haven't we still haven't seen these guys all together because they've been injured. Because well, they're old. Well, does that does that scare they're you? Because that because no. what, what is what is old? Because that Demar's old. Vooch is old. I mean, your two of your key players are hitting their mid thirties. That's old in the NBA. Um, like I said before, I totally disagree with you. I think we can make a run, um, keep this team together until the summer. See what you can do now. After the summer, uh, I mean, when we get in the summer, if we if we have not made a significant run in the playoffs, now that's when I start uh, thinking about trading pieces like Zach. Unless, like I told you about the offer from Detroit that I heard about, then I think about that. I will ask you this. In the meantime, when we're in this no man's land of trying to figure out not only who's starting, you know, when, when you see Caruso and Io starting and you see mm-hmm. how they're trying to figure out minutes, whether it's a guy like Javon Carter, whether it's Julian Phillips, and we're also still waiting to see what happens when Torrey Craig comes back because that, that to me, is such a huge variable, his injury. No, who it is. is. I'm sorry. No, well, there's that, but also, like, you know, what you've seen out of those guys who have to make up the difference here. Yeah, just your thoughts on all of that piece of it. And and Tory Craig, too. Well, you know, Tory was such a big piece of, of what the Bulls did because of what he was bringing off of the bench, his his defensive capability, his, his three-point shooting. He was playing really well before he got hurt, uh, which bolstered the bench for the Bulls. I thought that Zach had after he came back after the 17-game uh, absence from his injury, that he was fitting in perfectly, that he was moving the basketball and, and, and scoring when he needed to, that he was accepting the role 
that that he needed to, um, you know, and that, and I felt like P. Will with 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 Zach's absence was learning how to score. You know why? Because he wasn't in the corner so much. Okay, he was he was getting his offense out of the wing, the slot, and the top of the key position. I felt like everything was rounding into form. But now we we got decimated uh, by injuries once again by by Tory Zach. And now P will. So, so that's why I say you really don't know what you have, but, but we had, when we had all of those guys on the floor uh, after the five and 14 start, uh, I really liked what we had. The bulls were, 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 were starting to hum again. And that's why I say that I don't want to break this team up until we get those guys back. And until we see an extended run from them. What are y'all now in, in Rich Township? Y'all the dinosaurs or something out there? Is that what it is? The, ra- the Raptors. <laughs> what was it like to go back there and have your jersey retired? Oh, it was it was great. You know, uh, actually, it was re-retired. So so it was retired at Rich Central High School years and years ago. Uh, but since they closed all uh, Rich East, Rich Central, and Rich South and made the school one, they took the jersey down. Um, uh, but you know, thanks to the school superintendent, the principal and everything, they decided to one, uh, re-retire my, my number and two, uh, also recognize my team of 1986, the Rich Central Olympians that uh, lost in the state championship. So they, we, we got a big team plaque as well. Do we just fast forward now to the college part of this discussion that comes <laughs> after high school? Because the Illini won last night. And I'm yeah. trying to figure out who this team is. I guess I got to start with asking if you think they're going to win the Big Ten regular season. Yeah, well, it, it's tough with Purdue and Wisconsin playing well. Um, I think that also Northwestern, uh, they lost to Northwestern last last week. and overtime. picked up two big, Yeah, in overtime, picked up two big wins against Indiana and Ohio State last night. Uh, I think with Terrence Shannon coming back, they, they have to I – mean, I know Terrence had a, a really good game last night. Uh, they have to reacclimate him back into the fold and, and and see what type of run they can make for the rest of the Big Ten season. Um, you know, Purdue is going to be awfully tough. I mean, I, I believe that they're the number one or two team in the country. And, you know, of course, Wisconsin is always tough too. But uh, hopefully we can put together a run of games here where we can vie for the, uh, for the Big Ten championship, you know, because I think if, if they get there, then Brad may be considered – uh, you know, if he finishes uh, second, uh, second or third in the Big Ten, he may be considered uh, Big Ten Coach of the Year. Uh, right now, I think that, that that goes to to Matt Painter right now for the job he's done. Um, but there's a lot of guys in consideration. If Northwestern moves up there, Chris Collins may be considered uh, Coach of the Year uh, in the Big Ten. So I mean, it's 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 good for the league, good for the two schools um, that are here in the state, and uh, you know, I'm enjoying watching. See, what I thought you were going to ask about high school to college was... I was going to say how many coaches are, are hanging yeah. around the front door lately. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, hey, listen, the recruiting process has been been great. Um, my my son uh, is... Actually, I think he's getting tired of it right now. You know, and, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he made a decision in, you know, March. You know, I know it's early. He's still a junior and everything, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know, he's he he, he just he just doesn't like uncertainty. He likes he likes certainty. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he made a decision. Great schools recruiting him, and uh, 
you know, it's, it's his decision in the end. We'll, we'll see which way he goes. Is, so, he, is he definitely going to do the college thing, or could he go to, like, a G League Ignite or go play in Australia or something like that and just take a, a, a pro tack from the start? No, absolutely not. He's, okay. a, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a straight-A student. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I was dropping him off in, in uh, to school at St. Ignatius this morning, he said, Dad, I got all A's and one B. I got to get my B up. So – He's, we, we, he is going to school to graduate. He's already got a plan. He's going to graduate in three years. And, uh, you know, that's that's what he has his his mind set on. That's going to be the time commitment to do that and play high-level D1 basketball. And, and Wow, that's that's asking an awful lot, man. Yeah, well, it, it does. But, I mean, you know, St. Ignatius is a, is a very difficult school academically yep. right now. Uh, and you know, they run the basketball program over there like a, a pro pro program. So he's, he's had, he has to, um, manage his time now. So when he gets to college, it's not going to be any problem. Kendall did a water fast for seven days. Did you guys know yeah. about this? I no. did. No. What is, <laughs> Kendall did just water for seven days. Yeah. Well, like the uh, soup count. No, not, not the soup, just, just water, just, just hot water for seven days. Um, you know, it was it was tough. I'm telling you, especially after day three. Um, you know, it's it, it, it tests your mind. It's the, honestly, I've been through all kind of stuff in my life, but that's the hardest thing I've ever had to do, especially when you uh, have people eating around you all the time. And uh, but I was able to get through it that seventh day. I got to tell you, the seventh day, I really wasn't even hungry. You know, because I'd gotten used to to not eating. But there's so many health benefits from it. Um, the main reason why I did it is because, you know, I had a colonoscopy and, and they found uh, seven polyps, three of them precancerous. So, you know, there have been a lot of studies that if you uh, go without food for seven days, that um, you reduce your chances of getting cancer by 70 percent. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to do that twice a year now. So, you know, uh, I've had a lot of family members that, that have passed away from colon cancer and things like that. So that's the main reason why I did it. I, I'm probably going to still be talking about it to people and asking you about it until you do it again, because I'm still, no, I, I'm still I, amazed. I, Layla, I just finished a two, a two day one yesterday. So, you know, I'm making it part of my, my normal routine. Well, if I, if I'll do the same thing. If I can go 72 hours without a Popeye's six piece. <laughs> that would be my equipment. He had chicken in a bag today. <laughs> well, but I'm saying if I could do yeah, that, three to, three days without a full Popeyes binge, that's going to be my my health commitment. Oh wow, wow, man! No, no, I don't, I don't do the Popeyes anymore. <laughs> All right, more for me. Just the Big Texas when it's in the vending machine. You got to keep now, that you know away, oh, Lawrence. You know what? I I I I haven't even touched one this season. That's great. <sighs> Not one. Yeah. Wow. This, I mean, hey, look, that, that colonoscopy scared the hell out of me. Man. It's it's a it's a very important test that people should get annually if they're closing oh, in yeah. on 50. And oh, definitely yeah. if they're over 50. Really just over 40. A lot of people are like, they want to adjust the guidance. Depending on your genetic background, yes. yes. No question. Yeah, you got to get it. You got to get it because I waited. You know, I'm thinking of my ego got involved. I'm an athlete. I'm strong. I don't need to do all that. Well, guess what? But the doctor said, man, if you had waited six months to another year, you'd be in some serious trouble. Yeah, and the beautiful thing about that test is that it is both something that they're looking for stuff and they can also take stuff out. 
So like that's the yep. that's the beauty of the colonoscopy is that yeah. it's not just diagnostic. Like there's, there's treatment inside of the testing. So. I had the same thing. I had mine when I turned fifty, and they found three, two of which were the kind that would be considered potentially precancerous. And they took them out, and that's why they t- it popped them right out. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have another one next year because now I'm on yeah. the on the every five year plan there. Yay for preventative care. Yeah, how about that? It's very important. I'm glad that you're making this like part of your mission, Kendall, because especially in the black community, like that test is uh, something that people need to take a lot more seriously. And and I'm glad that that you saw the the reason why the test is so important. Yeah, it's, it's so important. So if all if anybody out there is listening and you and you're avoiding going to get your colonoscopy like I did, please do not do that. Go and and take care of it so you you can have preventative care, you know because it it it, it could cost you your life. So important advice, great stuff. Yeah, do Appreciate All the right. time, Kendall. Thank you. Thank you, Kendall. All right. All right, take care. That's Kendall Gill, and what he said about you know thinking I'm I'm in great shape and I'm a, a athlete and I'm big and strong and tough. There's another lesson here. There's another something that is happening in another sport. Similarly, where there are some examples that need to be set, the same kind of thing Kendall's talking about. Some youth sports news that you are very passionate about. I'm, and I'm. This is this is good news for bad reasons, but it's still good news. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes, middays ten to two on Sports Radio six seventy The Score. If you're a youth hockey parent, you know all about neck guards, and your kid, no matter what, should always have a neck guard on. Your coach should always make sure every practice, every game, your kid's wearing a neck guard. And if you are a USA Hockey official, you should make sure if you see, if you and you're officiating youth hockey, and you see a neck guard come off, high school hockey, you see a neck guard come off, you stop the game. And you make sure it goes back on. You figure out whose it is. You make sure it goes back on. For the first time, USA Hockey is now going to enforce mandated neck protection for 18 and under. I think it should be for everybody. I don't understand why NHLers wouldn't want to protect their jugular and carotid artery from a sharpened skate blade. Because Do you think that the – well, let's try to rule some stuff out. The weight of it is negligible, right? It's so the, the isn't, it isn't a speed thing. Tiny piece of little nylon. And, and now there's even fabric. There's like turtlenecks that you can wear underneath, almost like a goalie neck guard, that are it's, it's a, a light fabric that's got titanium fibers in it that is enough to keep a wayward skate blade from actually slashing your throat. We saw what happened with Clint Malarchuk years ago, and we saw what happened in England with the former NHLer who tragically lost his life to a, a skate blade that came up too high. And this is in large part in reaction to that. But I would love to see the example set at the highest level of the game. Wear neck protection. It's, it, it's stupid not to. We're not talking about subconcussive hits building up over time. We're talking about one freak thing that could kill you immediately where you stand. And it has happened before. And horrible things do happen in youth hockey. They're freakish things. And... The, no matter how much you play, no matter how many minutes you spend on the ice, there are knives all 
over the place, moving really, really, really fast and violently. So make sure, as a hockey parent, always, 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 and insist, talk to your coaches, make sure they insist. You can't out-tough a knife to the neck, period. So I'm, I'm glad that USA Hockey is doing this. I'm glad. And it's gonna, it takes parents and it takes coaches and officials, tournament directors, to really, really care about this. It's easy, and it's, it is the last thing you could ever it, – it's unimaginable to imagine the, the potential regret it for not doing it. Wu-Tang had it right. Protect your neck. And Wu-Tang is for the children. Facts. I would also like to follow up on something that you and I have discussed and we have discussed as a show following what happened with Damar Hamlin. The state of Indiana has taken active AED legislation into practice. Have you seen this? Good. In fact, they, in June, sent out a memo saying that sudden cardiac arrest training will now include training of the use of an automatic AED, external defibrillator, for drama and musical leaders, and it's required by the Indiana Department of Education. I thought that that would encourage you, since we're here talking about all these preventative measures. It does encourage me, and we've talked about it, too, on these airwaves and these similar efforts in this state to do that. That's another thing that can be done relatively inexpensively that's going to make everybody safer. Yeah, I thought it was a a really forward-thinking bill, and it didn't get a lot of discussion here. We touched on it briefly on the news, but... uh, Bravo to the state of Indiana for also introducing AED requirements and how those can save lives. When we come back, something we've been thinking about every couple of years, we've had the story of the demise of Sports Illustrated that this time finally, finally did happen. Well, originally the brand was sold off to Meredith Corp and then it was sold to the private equity vampire squids that sucked all the value out of it without ever really understanding what it did well and what it meant. So I've been going through old piles of stuff that my parents have been trying to get out of their house, including stuff from the back of the closet of my childhood bedroom, including several perfectly preserved, pristine Sports Illustrated issues some pretty special ones, and it just helped me remember how every Thursday what it meant for the SI to arrive. And our discussion burgeoned from there into the idea of young sports fans now and a lack of tangible items connected to their sports fandom and sports education of being able to hold and have something that's real and has actual weight and what, what that might mean and maybe how things have changed a little bit. So let's discuss all of that next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.